Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to the Match Reaction Show. It's finished. West Ham United 1, uh, Liverpool 3, and I'm joined with... Uh, well, you're smiling before we started on, but uh, I'm sure he's smiling on the inside. Uh, Ayush Kutte, you're joining, joining us. Ayush, how are you doing today? Uh, much better than previous weeks. <laughs> well, yes, it's been it's been a great week, hasn't it? And, uh, and I'm wearing a yes. hat, as you can see. I've got a bit of a bad head, eh? I'll tell you who else has a bad head, eh? Almost every day, that's Mo Salah. He has a bad head day on the field, but you know, it doesn't have bad days on the field, so it doesn't matter. Um, but I mean, it's a, it's been an interesting week. I mean, what a, what a difference it makes actually in a week because I think a week ago everybody was you know, we had the FA Cup game and everybody's talking about how Liverpool are maybe you know starting to slide. You know, the whole thing is well, you Liverpool are on the way down, United on the way up, maybe. A lot of it's been premature, but a week later, well, I think I think this week what it has taught us, I find this whole month. I think now what, what's changing is that Man City and Liverpool are probably saying, you know what, United, Leicester, uh, West Ham, Southampton, you guys have had your fun, you guys have had your 15 minutes of fame or whatever, you know, it's not time for the big boss to come back and then let's take this home now, I think we're done. I, that, that's what it feels like, but a really good performance today. Um, but I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that way at the start. I think when you look at the score at the end, you might think 3-1, well, that's a duty in Liverpool win. Um, Ayush, but uh, we'll start with the team news. Were you were you surprised that Firmino was uh, rested or dropped, whatever the thing is? Because I thought he played very well against um, uh, in the last game. He played pretty well. Uh, I believe it was against Spurs. Yeah, he played pretty well. Um, they've got Brighton at home next. You wouldn't explore, you know, if you really wanted to rest him, you could have probably rested him there. Um, were you surprised at the decision to rest him for this game? Yeah, I was definitely surprised uh, by the number of changes. In fact, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, bringing in uh, Milner and uh, in forward line, Shakiri and both Origi starting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wasn't pretty confident uh, at the beginning. And uh, the first half suggested the performance mm-hmm. itself. The, I mean, the, it was rusty and Origi definitely lacks the fitness of Parmenio. Mm-hmm. So, it showed in the performance in the first half. But uh, gradually, the team grew into it. And uh, it was a, definitely a performance of two halves. Yeah, yeah, that first half was pretty laborious. I mean, the, probably the system was different as well because it was almost uh, Shakiri playing as a false nine, and you had Origi yeah. and uh, Salah playing as wingers. So it was a sort of a different system. Uh, probably maybe because of the fact that he didn't have Mane, he didn't have Firmino on the bench, so they did lack a little bit. Um, I mean, it, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? I think West Ham had a game plan in that first half, which they executed to perfection, which, where they knew what they had to do and what they wanted to do, and Liverpool. Maybe that is still an area of concern that when teams sort of have a low block and they they're not giving a lot of space away, that's still an issue for Liverpool that they can't really break that down. I think there's a mental block with David Moyes' team forever when they play against Liverpool. You can trace it back to his Everton days. I mean, he has never I mean had the courage or whatever. I mean, he has some mental block against Liverpool. I mean, and he always plays with a low block against us and. Uh, he has never won, so it wasn't a surprise. I mean, um, so I was uh, silently confident about this match, but uh, he, if the if West Ham would have uh, dared to attack us in the first half, I mean, uh, we were there for thirty minutes. But uh, I mean, their front line with Antonio and I mean they have dangerous players who could have covered us with their pace and power and set pieces, and we considered on the set piece itself. So. In, well, you said dare to attack, and I'll, I'll pick that part about, about daring to attack because something happened when they dare to attack. But second half, um, so this is a funny moment. I mean, it's not funny, maybe it's funny, it's interesting as well. 
Um, there's a there's a James Miller slip on the ball, which allows Michael Antonio to have a chance. He misses it, which I think he should have scored, but he misses it. Uh, right then, Milner comes off. Um, he's obviously not happy about coming off, and he's having a bit of a chat with Jurgen Klopp. Don't know what was said, but I, I think Jurgen Klopp was probably telling him, Milner, I've seen the future, and within two minutes, Curtis Jones <laughs> is going to assist a goal for Mo Salah. And, and Milner just goes, you don't know what you're talking about. And then, and then Curtis Jones wins the ball in midfield, um, something that Liverpool hadn't been doing actually a lot of, and I think that's, that's an issue for them yeah. this season, is they're not winning the ball early enough in midfield. Which they did here, yeah. and immediately he goes on the on the run. He he puts in a nice pass to Salah, who finishes off. And Klopp's already telling Milner, "Guess what? I, I can see the future." I told him, and then he was laughing and smiling. But that, that was just a brilliant move, wasn't it? I think Curtis Jones changed the game when he came on, didn't he? He just looked like someone who could win the ball high up the pitch and allow Liverpool to attack more. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Curtis Jones has a bright future. I mean, his first touch and his uh, balance on the ball in that crowded midfield when uh, the team are playing low block. We expect that players, that kind of players, to uh, just go by through because Salah with as he can run on uh, defenders straight on, but uh, when you need that tricky part, uh, that that's where Thiago, the talent of Thiago and uh, the likes of Curtis Jones comes into play. I mean, Milner is all guts and glory, but uh, he will do your sliding tackles. But when you get required a final third in a finesse that uh, he is lacking, so. definitely Pass it quickly as well. I think that really yeah. made a big difference. And then that second goal, which is vintage Liverpool. And I put a tweet oh. out at halftime. I said, the thing that's stopping Liverpool is the fact that teams are not overcommitting an attack. They're not daring to attack them. They know yes. what to do. You thought about daring attack. And West Ham had the two, three minute <laughs> period where they were daring to attack. And they had a corner. And it's just it's just one of those things, right? You put in a very poor, it was a very poor corner. It was very bad. And immediately the ball goes out. Um, Cresswell should have probably won it, but he didn't. He, he decided not to. Um, and there was, I don't know what happened then. Uh, the West Ham defender was running towards the ball for a second, then he stops running towards the ball and he's like, Well, no, I'm not running, I'm, I'm going to follow the run out. <laughs> and, um, you know, Shakiri puts in a wonderful pass and Salah just finishes off. That, that is vintage Liverpool, isn't it, from last season? The, yes. the ability to just devastatingly counter attack in the blink of an eye. Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely uh, Trent has come and is coming so slowly coming back into form. So he was the one who started that move, he mm-hmm. saw the gap. Uh, in front of Shakiri and uh, just played the ball perfectly in that right area and then uh, Shakiri, as we know, he has that perfect for him. You know, he can bring the ball right in, in the first touch of Salah. So everything just came into perfection and the finish from right from the back to the front, it was putting motion and it was a really a beautiful counter goal. Yeah. I hope the crowd was there to cheer up it up but uh, Still, the goal was definitely one of the best goals I've seen this season. Yeah, and I think they scored a very similar goal against Spurs as well. I can't remember who scored it, but there was another counter-attack. I think it was, I think it was Salah, I think. Not Salah, sorry. Mane was the one who scored Mane, it. Mane, yes, Mane. Yeah, so, yes. so it looks like they're starting to get into gears with that and starting to, to uh, get, get back to that sort of last season's rhythm. 
um in again, terms it, of, it will only happen if the other team is committed to attacking in game i mean mm-hmm. if they just sit back i mean uh, sala and mane it will be very tough for them to break down. i mean just go through bypass through all the five players in the defense so yeah. you need uh, that's why klopp always after his press conference he's saying that uh, they, the other team was sitting back they didn't play football so because he knows that uh, that's a shortcoming and uh, if the other team is patient then uh, we will find it hard yeah no you need different ways to score and you can't begrudge a team that parks the bus or decides not to attack that's totally fine yeah. um but you know yes that totally makes sense that once you get the upper hand though, it's about how you make it count and i think liverpool made that count yeah. once they got that first goal um and that's i think that's where curtis jones is important because winning the ball high up the pitch allows you to then transition very quickly i think that's where liverpool are very dangerous in transitions from defense where they can do it really really quickly yeah. so not having those ball winners in midfield um fabinho and anderson having to play them in defense i think that affects them a lot because i don't think ronaldo or thiago can do it to the extent that those guys can do it where they can really win the ball back really quickly um and move forward um and uh, i mean are you sure is you want to the match uh, just because of the brilliant finishes i mean sala is my take i mean otherwise i would have chosen for the center back pairing of endo mm-hmm. but uh, just for that perfect first touch and the breaking the deadlock with that beautiful curler both the goals were taken beautifully by insala first was definitely the most important goal of the match because uh, it uh, opened up the game and uh, west ham started to move forward and which opened the spaces so and if salah can maintain that uh, such form then uh, we can win individual individually also we can win as games mm-hmm. teams are not compared to attack you start with a center back pairing i thought natflux was really good today i think salah hadn't scored the two goals the way he did i think natflux yeah. got a lot more praise today um do do you think liverpool needs need mustafi if they have natflux i mean that's that's the rumors right now that mustafi is coming do i mean i it's It's Mustafi, right? I mean, I know he's German and Klopp is German, so maybe there's a connection there. But do they need Mustafi if you have uh, Nat Phillips? I think uh, I would think that uh, maybe Klopp can uh, extract the best uh, out of Mustafi. I mean, Mustafi is there after all to uh, an out and out uh, international centre back for Germany. He has played uh, lots of games. He has ex- more experience than. any or all our center backs combined their hendo if you if you combine hendo fabinho and matip also because he's most time injured so matip and then nat phillips and rice williams so all of those combined have lesser uh, and mustafi i mean uh, he's just lacking confidence and uh, one or two performances if he can get a clean sheet who knows i mean he can come in handy i mean just like kolutore uh, used to come in handy back uh, when uh, during brendan rogers days so and right now we definitely we couldn't um, we need anything which uh, because to, as you can see today i mean a pure center back definitely makes a difference that mm-hmm. and because uh, in those uh, moments in set pieces and winning back those uh, high balls and those crosses that's why right. and uh, fabinho and hendo uh, they have got great passing range and everything but uh, they don't have the physical prowess uh, to Guys, for guys like Marshford and your Antonio, and so these guys can bully. So you need some brute and force also. So which Nat Phillips definitely brings along with him, and uh, Mustafi is also 
has got good height and uh, definitely a bigger prowess. So he just likes uh, this positioning. So if uh, Klopp can just say to him that uh, that's the area and you don't move out of it and you have to stay in the D. I I think positioning is probably the most important thing that you need if you're a Liverpool centre half. That's probably the thing that you yeah. need more. I just feel like I mean you know this is just my opinion. I feel that centre halves need to run in the side. Like if you give them three four games, um then you can see what they're all about. And I think if Nat Phillips gets right. that run, I think he could be a good defender. I just don't think he's getting that run at the moment. Um I think he's I think he is probably right now at this moment he's already better than Mustafi. So that's just my opinion. I I get why Klopp maybe wants more cover as well at centre half because it seems like whoever plays there seems to get injured anyway. Um, you know, Fabinho is not injured. I think, yeah, I think that Liverpool has made up the mind that they are not uh, that Net Phillips is not the future for Liverpool. I mean, that's for sure. He's getting the chances because uh, they, I think, Klopp believes more in Rice Williams due to his uh, style of play, his uh, his positioning, and his, he's more similar to Van Dyke. But yeah, uh, so the head of Van Dyke is that what it is? Yeah, but otherwise, uh, if you. Uh, Compared uh, both Netflix and Rice Williams, uh, clearly Netflix is better, better in terms. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. better in terms of positioning and everything. Anyway, anyway, that's one. Simple, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's one. I mean we're running out of time. Um, so I'm gonna ask you yeah. about well, Mosala. You said Mosala is your man of the match, and I think I would agree. I think Mosala yeah. is the man of the match. Uh, is he back to his best now? Four goals in the last three games. I mean he scored two against United. Now he scored two against West Ham. Is he back to his best? Do you think? He had a little bit of a blip in the middle there, but now he looks like. And it's good goals too that he's scoring. Like they're very deft touches, very uh, yeah. clean finishes. It's, it looks like he's getting back to his best. Yeah, that's uh, Salah is always a goal threat. I mean, he will always be, and uh, other teams also know it. And uh, it took uh, two brilliant finishes from him to even those were not tap-ins. So, so it took uh, his best uh, skills. To score those goals and uh, it, in, uh, it will be harder for him to match these kind of finishes in every game. So he will require some more easier assist also. So as long he's definitely at his best this season. I mean, he scored 15 goals. Uh, without his goals, we would definitely be far behind because Mane hasn't scored as many, and Firmino is also short of front. I mean, he had an assist in a short time. Could also. But he could have taken the shot. I mean, if Salah was in Firmino's place, I have no doubt he would have gone for the hat trick. <laughs> so that's the difference between Firmino and Salah. So Salah is all about goals, and uh, he, he can be selfish, but uh, I don't mind him. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah I mean, he must be thinking I should have been where Van Alden was. That you know that that would have been a nice, easy yeah. finish to run off a hat trick, wouldn't it? Um, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I know there's a Brighton game coming up uh, this midweek, but I think now all eyes are on a slight move towards Manchester City um, at the weekend. That's the that's a big, big game. Uh, and I said it, I think last yesterday. I think I said it sometime. I said if Liverpool can go into that game, um, you know, just not having lost against Brighton, um, then that is a big game because if City win that, you you would expect City then to go on and win the title because the gap will be too much. But if somehow uh, Liverpool can win that game, it's it's title race back on, isn't it? It's it's uh, it's going to be interesting that one now. And and Liverpool seem to be back in form at least, so it's not going to be an under par Liverpool. It's probably going to be a Liverpool that's a good Liverpool against a good Manchester City team. Just for the sake of uh, Premier League uh, neutral fans and for United hopes. Ah, uh, there's no United uh, hopes. I hope that we're done. We're done. Yeah. I think you are underestimating United. A bit it's, and, uh, 
it's just I, I don't see United being the team to stop City. Like if United were to play City, I would expect City to win. So I just I think the points gap right now, the way it is, I don't see United winning against City. So City will have those three points. It, it, it just you know that's anyway. This is not about United. Let's not talk about United. Let's just focus on City and Liverpool. But, <laughs> you know, because I mean, we'll talk about them when they have their game. Because we'll see what they yeah. do against Southampton. But uh, yeah, but it just feels now like that that game Liverpool against City is is going to be crucial and it's good for Liverpool to hit to hit form at the right time going into that game. But I wonder who will be the central back pairing in that game <laughs> because we are chopping and churning <laughs> the central back pairing every game. So. I just have no idea. I don't think Klopp knows and I don't think Pep knows either. So take it whichever way you want. Like who knows what's going to be the centre back pairing? Yeah. Um, would you, if Fabinho and Henderson were fit, would you start them as a centre back pairing in City? This is a hypothetical question. Um, and I don't know whether or not a good. If Fabinho and Henderson are both fit, do you start them as a centre back pairing or do you put Nat Phillips in and just put one of them in midfield? What would you do? Uh, I personally always go with the. Traditional centre. I mean, mm-hmm. no matter. I mean, uh, City are no longer, no doubt, they are not a physical kind of team. I mean, they rely more on uh, their awesome. tactical game and position passing game. But mm-hmm. just uh, centre back uh, brings a more assurance to me. I mean, playing both Fabinho and Hendo doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I don't have the uh, power, and I mean, the, the hope of Klopp uh, who can. Yeah, we'll see what, what happens in that game. We'll be doing the preview for that at some point this week, so stay tuned for that. Maybe Ayush will join us again for that Man City Liverpool game. We'll see if that, if that pans out. Um, but thank you so much, Ayush, for joining me. It's a really uh, idea to have you. Um, and I'm sure uh, congratulations to you as well for uh, for Liverpool thank winning. You. And hope yeah. you had a, enjoyed the game and hope you have a good rest yes. of your of your night. Or, you know, because yeah, it's night over there now, so hope you have a good yeah, rest of your night. Three good goals uh, yeah. we saw today, so it was definitely a good four football game. Yeah, for sure. Well, you could say four. West Ham's goal wasn't too bad either. It's a, it's a nice header. <laughs> I can yeah. make it. Um, <laughs> but next... kick. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't score for this header. I think he, he put in the kick. Quick Dawson. Oh, yeah, it could have been. I, I, I yeah, that's a blur towards the last time. There's so many goals and chances. It's like, yeah, they were like making up for lost time. But yeah, it was, it was a good, uh, it was a good game. Uh, it was a good goal as well, that last one. Uh, you can just give that away. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much, Ayush, for joining. Uh, thank you so much for watching the show. Um, if you enjoyed it, please do smash a like. Um, if you enjoyed the show or if you enjoyed Liverpool winning, you can let us know. And please mention in the comment section, what do you think? What do you think of Liverpool's performance and West Ham's uh, performance? And what do you think is going to happen for the Liverpool-Man City game? That's that's the one that's now coming up. I know there's one more game in between, but I think that's that's where we're all focusing on. Uh, and of course, if you enjoyed, uh, you know, please do remember to subscribe to the channel if you're new. Uh, we appreciate your support and it helps us in producing. You know, we want to keep producing more content, more videos. So your subscription really helps with that. Uh, I mean, Ayush is already a subscriber, so he can tell you how you know, we always have, whenever we have guests, all of our guests have already subscribed. So you always tell them how, how great <laughs> it is to be a subscriber, you know, for all the free stuff that you get. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for watching. Take care. Have a good day or night, whatever time you're watching this. And uh, we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care. Bye-bye.